following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen boys and girls welcome again to another episode of fantasy beast and where to find them currently we're in the middle of the thursday night games we're seeing this i am your host kyle ranny joined as always by gary hall and the neighbor for the haters debbie Cogan. yeah the neighbor for the haters is here guys i'm sorry for your headphone users debbie might have just blown your eardrums out she uh she pulled a real good spike there gary yeah <laughs> uh we are sitting here in the tiki bar on a lovely thursday night watching part of this game gary uh What's your thoughts so far? Thoughts is uh, it's been all Jags and not much going on for Cincinnati. Yeah, um, really not what I expected. The 0-3 Jags to be up 14 to 10 at half. Uh, almost 14 14 nothing at half. Almost 21 nothing uh, yeah, with a goal a line stance there. Trevor Lawrence isn't looking awful right now. Not looking bad, but that ground game's going really, really well for the Jaguars. Yeah, uh, I mean James Robinson is is pulling out all the stops here. The Lavisca Schnault kind of the story today: two catches, fifty eight yards at the half. Uh, DJ Chark going down with a bad injury, going to be done for a little while. Yeah, uh, something we definitely have to pay attention to. They say it is a fracture, so that might be slightly long term there. Um, on the on the opposite side of the ball, though, Cincinnati not looking wonderful here, Gary. No, they can't get much going. Uh, can't really get a passing game going. The run game's not there. I, I mean, it, everything's not existent. Joe Burrow is trying to eke it out. It looks like not not really doing a whole bunch with that. The, the Tyler Bur- Boyd's having a game. Jamar Chase is looking like what we didn't expect him to look like. Uh, and the Cincy defense is not looking competent right now. I don't know if that's what we kind of talked about later on in the show here uh, as surprise we're recording this backwards uh their secondary is not very great and we did call tyler boyd to possibly have a good night but uh yeah outside of that joe burrows isn't really leading it but gary unless you got anything else you want to add on this game yeah, we'll see what happens i did mention uh while they were watching the game that arizona kind of struggled a little bit for uh a, a little while against jacksonville so we'll see if cincinnati can turn it around in the second half absolutely but guys we'll uh get back to this and you guys go ahead and sit tight take a listen and listen to our thoughts on this uh, week four action. See you in a bit. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. I am Kyle of the Fantasy Beast team, joined as always by the incredible Mr. Gary Hall. Gary, how the hell's it going today? It's great. It's a Friday and another awesome fantasy football weekend. And don't forget, it's a Fat Boy Friday for people like you and I like. We're eating a lot of wings today, actually. Tons of wings. I am so excited for that. Uh, speaking of wings, you know what goes really good with wings, Gary? Blue cheese. And you know what goes really good with blue cheese? Some chicken dipping blue cheese cups from our friend Kyle down in Texas. Check them out at chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dipping on Instagram. 
Got to get that quick sponsorship shout out out of the way. Uh, but Gary, we are we are flying. It is week four already, and here yeah. we are uh, on the heels of Thursday night. By the time you've heard, or by the time you've already heard our voice now, you've heard a little bit of what happened last night during the game. Uh, but we're here to talk, as always. We're always here to talk. I feel um, about this week's matchup options here. Uh, Gary, is there anything that really sticks out to you? Anything you you think is a good play this week? I'll start off one, and I'm actually infatuated with him in daily fantasy this week. I'm going with Taylor Heineke. He's playing Atlanta, who's 29th against quarterback. Uh, he just came off a 20-something point performance against Buffalo. 20, 20.9 against Buffalo, who's been pretty stout. And Buffalo even forced two interceptions from him. Uh, I think... Heineke's possibly in line for for twenty to twenty five point game, a, a nice little flex play, dare you say? So, something that I've been telling people, um, especially this week now, um, after seeing the stats, it, in any of your leagues, if you can go get Zach Moss, yeah, He's out snapping Singletary right now, and they seem to really like him, um, especially in the red zone. So. One of the things, too, that, that I guess makes Zach Moss I think, more appealing this week, uh, if you're solely looking at, okay, he, like who's good against the run, who's bad against the run, Zach Moss doesn't really pop. Because Houston's actually been pretty good against the running back. However, right. I think Houston's looked better due to the strength of schedule. And mm-hmm. if Buffalo comes out and plays the way they have the last two weeks and they hang 35, 40, or 40 points on them early, mm-hmm. they're going to run that ball to wind right. the clock down. And Zach Moss is going to see a lot of garbage time rushing yeah. against a beat-up, tired defense there. Yeah, and I think that he's trending in the direction that they were. Going wanna... forward? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I like that. Um, see, Matt Ryan here, the opposite end of the spectrum, he's against Washington. That's a guy who I think if you're looking at just numbers again, you're going to go, oh, I need to play him. Mm-mm. No. No, not this time. He's the 26th-ranked quarterback in the NFL right now in fantasy. Um, Washington's front seven is still ferocious. I was actually very impressed last week with the way that uh, Buffalo handled them, considering Buffalo's line has not been pretty for a little while. Um, but Washington's, I think they're going to get their motor running this week. I think they're going to beat up on Atlanta pretty handily. And I'm not really jumping on the Matt Ryan Atlanta going to throw for a million yards trade. Right. I think he'll have a, have a decent day, but I don't think he's going to be someone I'm, I'm calling as a top 15 fantasy quarterback mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, Mac Jones, I mean, that's an intriguing one. Do we think Mac Jones is going to perform well enough against Tampa? I don't know if I want to lock into that, but Tampa's defenses look pretty crusty. Um... Baker's on this list, and the Cleveland's looking good, but Baker's the 22nd, 23rd ranked quarterback in the league right now. I, I don't think Baker's another guy that I'm jumping on. Russ Wilson hopefully has a reemergence here. Russ, Russ Wilson's seeing the 27th ranked team in the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers are going to make him throw to beat them. So Russ is a, a quarterback play I like this week. Uh, Gary, your guy should be on this list as well. Jalen Hurts gets the benefit of seeing... The Chiefs, who are 31st against quarterbacks. And for Philly to stay in that game, you know Hurts is going to have to play. So yeah. that, I believe, that's a Sunday at 1 o'clock Although, game. It's been rumored that Philly's been hard in for uh, Deshaun Watson. It has, but I don't think even if they made that trade, that he they would have him in and starting by this week. No, not at all. I'm just saying. Oh, for Hurts in general? Um, 
I think Hertz is a, is a decent play this week. Hertz is number seven in fantasy quarterback wise. It doesn't mean he's necessarily leading them to victories, but I, I like Jalen Hurts this week. Um, another matchup that it's funny. A lot of these very good matchups. Wow, thanks, Bleacher Report. <laughs> Cutting in the middle of our podcast. A lot of these very good matchups have very ugly outsets this week, man. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh seeing load for me. The Packers, who's, who've allowed the 26 most points to quarterbacks. That does not mean I'm jumping on Ben Roethlisberger as a starter. Um, Miami, Jacoby Brissett gets to see Indy, who's allowed the 24th most, 25th most. I don't want Brissett. I'm not jumping on fields against Detroit. Um, Zach Wilson, it's, it's going to be a game. Honestly, here's one of the ones that's weird, Gary, and they're ranked in the middle. Joe Burrow, as... As we're talking about, this would have been last night. Uh, I we'll see how it pans out, and I might look like a genius, but I, I'm saying this after the fact as well. Um, I'm starting Joe Burrow over Dak Prescott this week. Who does Dak have? Dak is actually facing a pretty tough matchup with Carolina, and I don't necessarily love me that that matchup. Carolina is. Getting pressures off the ball on 47% of their snap counts right now. Dak's a guy who can't really handle getting getting hit hard. I, I don't I don't necessarily <laughs> want to line up with that as a matchup. Um, I do like Sam Darnold, though. Darnold against the uh, the Cowboys this week. Dallas is 21st against there. Darnold's had a couple good games. He's not like lighting the world on fire, but he's number 12 in fantasy points right now. And to win that game this week, they're going to have to throw. Yeah. Uh, the one receiver, though, out of Carolina that everybody's infatuated with that I don't think I'm pulling into this week, Gary, DJ Moore. Got a track trap game, man. He's expected to see Trayvon Diggs lock on him. And Trayvon Diggs is the top corner in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, he's had a couple good games here and there, but now, like you're saying, he's going to see some some top coverage, it might not be the best play. Trayvon Diggs or DJ Moore? DJ Moore. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I love me DJ Moore, and I, I think he'll still end up having some points, but I don't think it's the Thursday Night Football last week, DJ Moore puts up 20, 23 points, DJ Moore. I think he's the 12 to 14 points on catches alone. Um, Running back, so Gary, let's see if there's anything on the list we can discuss running back-wise. Go figure. Uh, Seattle's the worst team in the league against running backs, and who would they face this week besides the San Francisco 49ers? Do we trust Trey Sermon or do we not? Trey Sermon finally comes out last week. Uh, has 11 fantasy points, but... I say no because he was outperformed by Kyle Juszczyk. Well, Juszczyk always gets kind of... Juszczyk ends up getting catches. He ends up getting a couple rushes. I mean, he, he only had 14 yards on the ground. Juszczyk did. It was really the receiving game. Juszczyk was 4-4 four four for 37 and a touch. I mean, I, I have I own Juszczyk. I, I know you do, too. I saw that happen. Uh, but I own Juszczyk in a dynasty league. It's... I don't trust anybody out of San Fran right now. Oh, no, not at all. And they like to use Trey Lance in the running game, too. But so here's another odd one. You get number two in this list. Indy is facing Miami. Miami's 31st against Rush. Uh... We know it's not going to be Marlon Mack with the rumors that Mack is working mutually with the Colts towards a trade. But, like, how do we value Naeem Hines, Jonathan Taylor in that situation? I mean, you'd, you'd think Jonathan Taylor should should have the game. 
This is the type of lineup that Jonathan Taylor saw last year at the end of the end of the season when he really started putting points up. But outside of week one with 17 points, he has fallen flat against the Rams and the Titans back-to-back weeks. Um, you got to hope Miami, Baltimore, Houston, San Fran, that we can really start getting the wheels rolling here. But Jonathan Taylor shouldn't be a little terrifying there. Derrick Henry sees the New York Jets this week. Um, that you got to kind of think is is a, is a locked-in money play. It would, I mean, unless they get up that big and they're going to pull him, but even if they get up that big, chances are he did the damage anyways. Correct. Um, but I don't think anybody was going to think of sitting Derrick Henry. Anyhow, Miles Sanders. See, this is another weird one. The Eagles facing, again, just 29th for the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense is just that bad. But I don't trust Miles Sanders. No, because they use Kenneth Gainwell in there, too. But they use Gainwell more for receiving. And Sanders, like, I think he had, like, four rushes last game. On Monday night against the Cowboys, he had some abysmal stat rushing. Um, Miles Sanders. Okay, this is even more embarrassing, Gary. Uh, Against the Cowboys, they had a grand total of 12 rushes. Nine of those were Jalen Hurts. Two were Miles Sanders. One was Kenneth Gainwell. Philadelphia abandoned the run. I will tell you this much. I could not be happier that I sold that guy who's 23 in two dynasty leagues for so much. Mm-hmm. I sold him before the before the curve because I just it Philly has struggled with the line. It's the same reason the Carson Wentz didn't pan out. They, right. they don't build around the parts they should be. And here we are. Miles Sanders gets two rushes. Um, I think until proven otherwise, I don't want it. However, the only one listed here, that's a little weird. Oh, that's it's mixed in here. Tied for 27th, uh, Denver this week gets to face the Ravens, who are not doing well against the run. And Melvin Gordon's 11th in the league as a running back. Gordon's put up over 15 points two of his three weeks so far. Uh, Melvin Gordon looks looks good. However, Gordon and Javante William Gary are both really getting to roll and putting the points up in garbage time. So I don't know what you want to make out of that. I don't know how much garbage time you're really going to see against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, but take that for what it's worth. Joe Mixon with Cincinnati tonight, the night before as we're, as we're recording this. Um, Mixon sees Jacksonville, who should be another easy play. Should be. They're 27th in the league. If Cincinnati indeed gets up big, Joe Mixon's going to just continue to run the ball. Um, so those those two at least, uh, Joe Mixon, Melvin Gordon, I feel like at this point you almost feel like you have to have Melvin Gordon in. I actually think I'm still sitting him in leagues, although he's the 11th running back. <laughs> uh, I just don't trust it. I'll tell you who I am selling on is Mike Davis. You're finally getting off the Mike Davis train? He, I mean, I'll show you here. I can bring up his fucking stats. Yeah, so he's only put up 10, 13, and 11. And other than Tampa Bay, the other two teams have not been that great. And Cordero Patterson's been... See, that's where this week of all games, I've actually got Cordero Patterson flexed in as Avers. So I'm cheating. Anybody who has not done this yet on Yahoo, Cordero Patterson is listed as a receiver, running back, flex. 
and you can play him in either position. For me, I have leagues where I have such a narrow bench. That kind of flexibility is beautiful to have. Mm-hmm. So I've got him in, and I am actually starting him at receiver this week in the circumstance that A.J. Brown can't go. And um, what I what I have been doing in some of my leagues um, is for Mike Davis, I have Jamal Williams. First week, he put up 25. Second week, 6.5, but only had seven attempts. Um and then the third week against Baltimore, he was 12 for 42 and a touch. Uh, that's 14 points. But so. then, well, so it was 12 for 42, but then look at the receiving is where the yeah, thing right. is. His receiving is where he's really bread and butter. And now he's playing Chicago. Um, yeah, I mean, I traded in our dynasty league a fourth and a fifth and a bit roster player, like a, I think a tight end, to go scoop him up. And I'm starting it. I actually think. I'm on the fence if I'm playing him this week because I've got a lot of receiver talent this week. But Jamal Williams is a guy who I liked prior to this year, and he landed in a good spot, and they're continuing to give him the ball. Uh, Chris Carson's got a good matchup this week. As we've already talked about the Seattle game, they're playing the 49ers. Uh, Chris Carson is Chris Carson's guy I never like, and he always ends up finishing the year ugly, but he always starts red hot. He has had 12, 15, and 16 to start for the first three weeks. There's nothing giving me a, a thought that he's not going to do it again this week against the 49ers. Elvin Kamara has an easy matchup, but if you've got him, you're going to play him. David Montgomery starting to see what we're hoping should be revitalization. Um, started the year out really well. He had the big game against the Rams for 20 points. Goes down to 10 week two and then goes to seven last week against Cleveland. However, they only had 68 points total on the, mm-hmm. on the day on offense. Um, or 68 yards total. So, I mean, I mean, Dave Montgomery, I think if Chicago's going to be in that game, Montgomery's going to be the reason. I love David Montgomery as a start this week. Uh, the next team to face, though, here, Gary, we got the Raiders. Are we at the point of saying avoid all Raiders running backs? Yeah. Um, we know we don't want Kenyon Drake. No, Kenyon Drake's a bum. Certified bum. Um, Peyton Barber took over. I was gonna say Peyton Barber was the guy that Josh Jacobs might be healthy, but I don't. I don't want any of those three. I think when Josh Jacobs is at his hundred percent, he's gonna obviously be the bell cow. But I don't know. I don't want anything to do with him right now. And I mean, there's your two right there, Gary Devin Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, twenty first against both. Uh, You gotta figure Zach Moss is probably gonna see most of the carries there. And I mean, even going tonight. Uh, well, the night before, as we're talking about it, James Robinson should have a matchup against the 20th team in Cincy. That game tonight should be really something. Uh, none of those teams are great at being able to cover either position realistically. Um, let me try to refresh this. We're going to go to tight ends here before we go and finish up with receivers. What do you say about that, Gary? Uh, that's... Why it's not loading. The tight end position has been a mess this year. It has, but one of my favorite tight ends, a young tight end target, should it be in line for a big day here? Uh, Noah Font gets Baltimore. They're 32nd against tight ends so far. Noah Font's the 11th tight end in the league, so it's not like he's been bad. Last week was really the one that pulled him out of that top 10. Uh, averaging 12 points a week as tight end, 12 points a week, I will happily take that. Last week, they got the Jets. Uh, they didn't really need to, but the Jets also have some athletic linebackers. So Font really didn't get targeted. Um, Carolina's number two on that list. They they got Dallas. Dallas has very athletic linebackers, and Carolina is going with rookie Tommy Tremble as their number one. I don't think I'm 
even entertaining that as an option. No, I'm not confident with Tommy Trumbull. Um, number three best met lineup. This is somebody I am playing in my Dynasty Leagues. Uh, Pat Freermuth. Pat Freermuth gets a pretty good matchup here against Green Bay. They can't cover the tight end well. Dawson Knox has been solid lately. Dawson Knox has been solid. Dawson Knox gets the, th- the fourth best matchup there. So Dawson Knox might be a flex play. Um, Freermuth should be a flex play. I think that's a Sunday night game, isn't it? Steelers? Yeah, it is not. One of my least favorite teams to watch. It's a 425. I might switch up my dyna- or my FanDuel lineup here. I might try to play with some Pat Freemuth instead of uh, Noah Font, make it a cheaper acceptance rate for me. Let's go, Pat Freemuth. Uh, Dustin Knox, we already discussed. New Orleans is in line for a good game, but I don't. I'm losing faith in Adam Troutman. Uh, Gary, I believe you got him. Darren Waller gets the 27th worst defense to play against here. I actually don't have Waller this year. You didn't get Waller this year? No, too many people picked him in like the second round. Waller gets the Chargers, who've been pretty bad. you got to figure Waller's going to have one of his better games. Travis Kelsey just continues to face bad tight end defenses. He gets the 26th one. Logan Thomas, number 25 defense. Uh, Logan Thomas is a guy who's had some pretty good numbers. Number 7 in the tight end list this year. Um, 12, 9, and 12. And then he faces Atlanta again this week. I considered throwing Logan Thomas in in one of my leagues, but I would have been my fourth, or in my uh, FanDuel, but that would end up being my fourth Washington football team player on my lineup. Hmm. Uh, Gary, let's go on to some receiver work here, and we'll finish it up with that. Um, one big name off the cuff here. I really love me some Terry McLaren. I say it every week, but McLaren's seeing Fabian Morrow, who again didn't have a good week last week in coverage. Um, I you gotta you gotta kind of target it. it I, I I love it, and I think to go with Taylor Heineke, that we're we're gonna see Terry McLaren go. What else you got, Gary? Let's see here. Sorry, my fantasy app is loading. I will say I'm a little skeptical on... Uh, we already talked about DJ Moore seeing Trayvon Diggs. Uh, Justin Jefferson as well, seeing Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom's been pretty damn good so far. I kind of like Corey Davis this week. Yeah? At Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, Corey Davis expected to see Christian Fulton. Fulton's allowed 17 points a game. Not a bad flex play. Uh, they're they're highlighting in green. Or, uh, Braxton Berrios is a guy against Elijah Molden again. It all ha- the the and <clears throat> everyone's saying Zach Wilson sucks. I don't think that's the case. I think it's he's getting the the Sam Darnold treatment right yeah, now. Yeah, he's We're, being strung out to dry. His starting left tackles not healthy. They don't have a running back. No, no matter what you want to say, Michael Carter has not adapted to the pros well. And I mean, Tevin Coleman has been non-existent. Almost every rookie is kind of having their struggles. It's no rookies just lighting up the league. Do you want the worst? The worst news I could give you on rookie quarterbacks right now. Prior to last night, because we obviously don't have that set up with Trevor Lawrence playing, um, the number one leading rookie in passer rating in the entire NFL, Gary, Davis Mills. Yeah. (laughs) Davis Mills is leading all rookie quarterbacks in passer rating. Um, Amonra St. Brown finally sees a little bit of of a matchup here. Let's see if he can capitalize. Tyler Boyd last night should have had a good matchup. Jacoby Myers is facing Ross Cockrell, who's allowed almost 20 points a game. 
Ross Cockrell has just struggled his and, entire career. His entire career. And somehow yeah. still has a job. Uh, last night's game, though, Marvin Jones, 20.5 points a game against for Eli Apple slash Trey Waynes. Trey Waynes is starting his first game of the season here. First game with the, with the Bengals. So I'm not really jumping on thinking that that's going to be the way to go. Uh, hmm. Levi Wallace is bright red next to him. He's, he's only allowed 6.2 points to players. Brandon Cooks is saying he's in a bad game. I thought Levi Wallace was bad, though. Yeah, uh, he has his moments. Robbie Anderson looking to have the better matchup in, D- in Dallas against Anthony Brown. Marquise Goodwin gets Bobby Price, who allows about 15 points a game. Will Fuller seeing Rocky Sin, who's allowing about 17 points a game. Henry Ruggs gets a... Henry Ruggs has a matchup that I want to avoid Henry Ruggs with all possibility. Asante Samuel is the reigning defensive rookie of the week, or of the month of September. He's looked phenomenal. I'm not trying to jump Henry Ruggs against him. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is a tough matchup. D-Hop has a very tough matchup, and he's still banged up. Mm-hmm. Um... My, my thing is, is like, do I sit him or play him? Because it's like, it is D-Hop, but at the same time, you know. Tyreek Hill's drawing a, a tough matchup too, though. Tyreek Hill drawing um, <laughs> drawing Darius Slay, who's allowed less than nine points a game. Yeah, uh, AJ Green. Maybe I sit D-Hop this well, week. Well, hold on. Where do you got D-Hop? D-Hop faces Jalen Ramsey, and he's injured. Casey Hayward's Dar- oh Darius Williams drawing AJ Green. Uh, one Cole Beasley stated to have a bad matchup against Desmond King, but Desmond King believes that all that Josh Allen does is run the football. Maybe I play Tim Patrick. Did, for... Yeah, I like Tim Patrick this week. Did uh, Did you see that news, Gary? No. Slot cornerback Desmond King uh, made made some absurd comment. About well, all Josh Allen really wants to do is run the ball, so you got to make sure you, you you force him to the pocket, and make him uncomfortable. What? Yeah. <laughs> what tape have you been watching, man? He's he's pretty good in the pocket. Like, dude, some of these people are just mental, 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 mental. Um, who was I just going to talk on though? There's a slot receiver. Hunter Renfro. Oh, they're saying Renfro's not going to have a good game. Ooh. T-Von Campbell's allowed four points per game against slot corners. Maybe I don't want to play Hunter Renfro this week. All right. That'll talk me into taking Hunter Renfro out of my lineup. I might have to play Hunter Renfro. Legereus Sneed. I love that name. I do, too. Uh... Trey Sermon might be getting a start for me in a, in a lineup here, Gary. I like that we when we do this because I look at my lineups and then like, like and I always change them. Bonus is yours. Um, Lavisca Schnaltz, meh for this week. Darnell Mooney just can't draw a good a good matchup. Uh, T Higgins is on this list. He's not going to see that matchup against Tyson Campbell as he is inactive this week. Van Jefferson, I don't know if I trust him doing it again. He hasn't done anything in two weeks after his first blow-up game, but this will be the week he does it. Uh, DJ Moore, Justin Jefferson, Marquise Brown, all talked with them. They're not having drawing great matchups. This is the one that really intrigues me, Gary. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk. 
We saw him hang 14 finally this past week. Mm-hmm. They targeted him six times. He caught four of six. And he draws Trey Flowers, who's not been good in coverage. Do we finally see the reins come off? Is this the reemergence of Brandon Ayuk this week? It could be. I, mean, I, I hope it is. I'll tell you this. Um, I'm playing Calvin Ridley because we saw St. Juiced get St. Juked by Steph Diggs last week. Um, and Diggs didn't even have that big of a game. But Ridley's a, a more physical receiver than Diggs. I think Ridley will fare better against St. Juice being 6-3. So I like Ridley a lot this week. I like DK Metcalf this week. That's probably your first time saying that. I've never said that. But DK against uh, Demond Dore Lenore, who's a rookie. Um, Tyler Lockett's drawing Emmanuel Mosley, the more experienced, <coughs> most likely. Freddie Swain seeing Dante Jackson, like... If someone's going to be cover and it's going to be DK, they're going to throw early and often to DK. Right. So I'm rolling the dice and we're going DK here, baby. Um, but no, I think that's about it. Gary, yeah. do you got anything else you like? Yeah, I'm a, I got a dilemma here. So I got Herbert or Carb playing. Oh, you're looking for that on the air? Yeah. Uh, well, Herbert. They both play each other. So that's I'm trying to see who's going to. Herbert just started playing good last week. Derek Carr's been playing good, but Derek Carr I don't think has faced many good off or good defenses. Um, yeah, it says he has a tough matchup this week. You know what's pretty wild? Uh, Derek Carr is eighty-eight of one thirty-six. Justin Herbert is eighty-eight of one twenty-six. Herbert's been more accurate. Carr's proceeded to throw for two hundred fifty more yards in that time frame. Uh, they've both thrown for the same amount of touchdowns. Herbert's thrown for one more pick. So really, Carr's just lighting up the the yards per attempt yeah. is where he's at. Maybe I do go with Carr this week. Um, what I want to see here, let's let's but really. Also, he put up thirty points last week, Herbert. Well, that's I'm not I'm not done here. I know. That's why my dilemma. I'm I'm trying to. I want to see who's on this injury report real quick. <clears throat> we'll make a really good time to pick up our Chipotle. Yeah, and then we can get uh, to the t- to Le Tiki for Lay Football Kenmore's and Lay Halloween. Um, ESPN Injury Report Week 4. There we go, NFL Injuries. So I really want to see if there's there's anybody in that secondary, and either way that could that could sway that game for you. Um, the L.A. Chargers. Uh, squeeze me. L.A. Chargers. Keenan Allen's questionable. Cornerback uh, Ryan Smith was placed on the IR this week. I don't know if he's really high on their depth charts though to be much of an issue. Derwin James is questionable, so he's a little dinged up. Oh, Ryan Smith was designated to return, so they're getting more help. Chris Harris is questionable. Alohi Gilman's questionable. So they have some injury there, but it's nothing that seems like it's going to be um, like killer. The Raiders, on the other hand, Trayvon Mullen questionable. Nate Hobbs questionable. Um, 
Roderick Teamer questionable. I think he's missed the last two. Trayvon Morig questionable. Kayshawn Nixon is on the IR still. Um, I mean, I think end of the day, you might be better off going against and playing Herbert. Let's see if I can pull. Do they have the direct... ESPN used to have something where you can actually head-to-head check players. Do we still have that? There we go. Compare players. So ESPN's Watson app uh, thinks that Derek Carr shows more of a chance to to be able to stretch it to 25 points, but it's also calling Herbert more of a chance to boom. It's calling Herbert also more of a chance to bust. So... As I kind of expected, I think I feel like your your floor is Herbert might have the the lower the or the higher ceiling, but I, I think Carr has the higher floor. Yeah, and Carr's your more safe bet, but Herbert's the more option to really throw up that huge crazy game. I know, <laughs> that's why my dilemma. Uh, I mean, I personally, I, I think I'd go Carr. I think the Raiders are the real deal here. But Gary, I think that'll close it out here. Um, that'll do it, guys. Uh, we already talked about our friends at Chicken Dippin'. Check out our friends in Canada at the Platter Box, located in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. That's right. Our guy, Damien. Damien's going to go out there. He'll get you taken care of. And uh, Damien will make sure that he, he can take care of all of your charcuterie board needs. So if you are in the Canada area... Hamilton, Ontario, surrounding areas, Oakville, maybe. Uh, hit up Damien at the Platter Box. Hit up our friend Jeanette over at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. She'll cut your hair, make you look real nice. And as we already stated, guys, our newest sponsor, check out Chicken Dippin' located out of Texas. They got some really nice chicken bathtubs, as uh, Gary, as you would say. Uh, but that's a bit about it, guys. Go ahead. Until next time. You keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, and we'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, peace.